There are many local legends driven by violence, rage, and hatred that, when described, can bring discomfort. So be prepared as we evaluate the Willowmen. And so we begin. There's a local legend where I come from. They're simply referred to as the Willowmen. There's hardly a need for the law enforcement in this town, and the Willowmen take care of all of that. Every single step taken, every word spoken, and every drop of blood spilt. The Willowmen know about it before anyone else. Believe me. Anyone that has invoked the wrath of the Willowmen has gone missing without a trace. That's why when I realized what I had done, it was too late. The Willowmen were coming. She wouldn't just shut the hell up. No matter what I said and what I would do, she was just hysterical. She kept pacing about the house, screaming. She said she found this and that, and knew I was cheating on her. She asked me who it was, and I told her she was crazy. I guess I wore that excuse out, because after a while, I couldn't take her damn voice anymore. I'd walk home to her room, and she'd follow me. When we got into the kitchen, I had my fill. I reached for the first knife I could find and jammed it into her throat. The face of anger and sorrow melted into one of despair and disbelief. The crimson fluid ran freely all over her blouse, and she dropped to her knees, scrambling around on the floor. She clawed at the tile and made gurgling noises, which only served to infuriate me. I grabbed an iron skillet that had been preheating on the stove and took a swing at her head, a wet crack followed by the impact. And while I didn't need to keep going, I did. I lost count of the number of times I hit her, but I had a good deal of blood on me, and what was left of her head was being held together by thin particles of bone and blood continued to rush out. I dropped the skillet to the floor with a loud clang. Wish remorse could have followed, but... felt... It would have made me feel the least bit human, but it just didn't. I was just happy to be rid of her. With a grunt, I picked up her body off the floor and hoisted it on my shoulder. Her face hung next to me, dead eyes staring with conviction. I could only chuckle. As soon as I got outside, I dropped the ragged heap onto the ground and went to find a shovel. And that's when I knew they were watching. I could hear the whispers from the woods in the corner of my eyes. I could see them staring intently at my every move. Whenever I would look up to the woods... I could find only gnarled trees staring back at me. I knew they were there. It was dusk and by the time she was good and buried I was drenched in sweat and it made the bloodstains on my clothes expand and turn orange. I looked back up into the woods and saw them peering from behind the trees, long, gnarled faces with hollow eyes and gaunt figures. I could only half see the faces as they chose to hide behind their precious trees, but they were there. They were watching, whispering. What are you staring at, bastards? You heard her. I had to do it, I yelled at them. Was I expecting a response? I, I don't know. They just continued to watch me from behind the trees, and I spit on the ground and threw the shovel down. They would come for me under the cover of darkness, and I wasn't going out without a fight. I stole away into the house and prepared. I pushed the couches and dresses in front of the doorways. I nailed wooden boards haphazardly to cover all the windows. And as the sun crept under the underneath... Of the horizon of a great trepidation settled in the pit of my stomach. Was it honestly nerves? I hated to think that it was such a powerful fear that that would start breaking into an ice-cold sweat. I loaded up my shotgun and reached for the bottle of whiskey. I forced down a mouthful and then another, and slammed the rest of the bottle against the wall in frustration. One door I left open. It was the back door that I stared out into the woods. I put a chair out in front of it and sat, shotgun in my lap. They were still staring at me, the Willow Men. We stayed staring at one another for three days, and eventually exhaustion began to get the best of me. I started to nod off. 
I tried desperately to keep my eyes open, and for a foolish second I propped my head up with the shotgun so it wouldn't fall, and I snapped back to reason and lifted my head high. The last thing I wanted to do was shoot myself. Had I known what was coming, I probably should have. Pushed myself to stay up, up for a few more hours, but the day came, and it went, and it was the dead of night before I knew it, and they persisted behind the trees. I began to rationalize that if I closed my eyes for a second, I could have enough time to open them. That while the willowmen were coming at me, I should take down a few. Smiling, I did just that, and of course it was difficult to how long you were asleep. Could be a second, could be for days. But I opened my eyes again and found I was still sitting in my chair with my shotgun in my lap. And I snapped up when I saw that willowmen were no longer behind the trees. I flipped out and held the shotgun up, darting around barrel first. And I took a few steps outside and tried to control my heavy breaths. I shook damn near uncontrollably and found it impossible to keep the gun steady. I began to climb down, to calm down, and when I didn't see anything outside, I began to return to my post, and when I stopped dead in my tracks, I felt tears well in my eyes, and something began to push up and out of my throat. The willow men were peering from around the doorway and the sides of the house. I froze, staring at their gnarled-up faces and branch-like hands. I had to do something, and I pulled the gun and fired off around. It managed to take out part of the doorframe, but it missed them altogether. I popped open the shotgun and madly grasped for a fresh shell in my pocket, and I successfully reloaded it and lifted the gun back up. The Willowmen continued to look at me from where they had been. I took careful aim this time and fired once more. Another shot hit the doorframe, and although this time it was closer to the Willowmen, I fumbled for a third round, and as I did, I saw a large shadow cover me. Looking up, the Willowmen were upon me. I screamed and closed the barrel down my thumbs, effectively severing it. And immediately after that, I lost all consciousness, and I collapsed. When I awoke, it was ice cold. My vision began to return to me slowly, and I could feel that I was being dragged. My heart sank, and when I looked around, darkness stretched as far as the eye could see, and I knew I was in the deepest part of the woods. Where my thumb had once been was black and swollen and managed to numb up to my forearm. My ankles were in severe pain too, but I didn't know why. When I looked, I saw that they had been clearly snapped and the Willowmen were dragging me by my feet. I began to scream as loudly as possible for someone, anyone, and all I did was cause more Willowmen to appear and watch me from behind the strangest willow trees I'd ever seen. Their trunks were small and looked just like leather. The earth around them was red and moist, yet where I was being dragged was dry, rugged land. I looked up to the canopy and wished that I hadn't, because skinless corpses hung down, blood dripping freely to feed what I knew were flesh-bound trees. My screams were swallowed by the dark. My throat gave out, hoarse from the strain and the silence I heard. Faint moaning. I looked around to see if there was someone else here. Maybe some poor bastard who suffered the same fate, and to my horror I discovered the source of the moans. The bodies hanging on the trees, and their branches were still alive. Soon, I too would have my flesh torn asunder and be damned to hang up there and feed the hungry willow trees. There was nothing I could do but accept my fate. The willow men had me. And so we end. Graphic and horrific as it was, I don't think many of us would argue that it is well deserved for his uh, bludgeoning to death and disgust of uh, what he did to his partner. Um likely sounded like he was a cheating bastard to begin with and he took it out on her so i mean 
horrific as his fate is, sounds pretty deserved, but hey, that's just me being kind of a vindictive asshole. What do you guys think? As always, I'm curious and take care.